You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God poured out His Holy Spirit on the church, so He will be glorified among the nations. Learn more about this message in week two of our series, Make Room. We are currently on our second week. So, last week, we started a brand new series called Make Room. This is our second week. Uh, Francis preached a message uh, introducing who the Holy Spirit is last uh, Sunday. And so, uh, again, this is a six-week series. And uh, you know, if, again, if this is your first time here in Victory, welcome. Uh, we exist to honor God and make disciples. And what we're also about is we are a gospel-centered, a gospel-centered spirit-empowered ministry. And uh, I'm sure, alam naman natin na when you know when you hear a pastor's preach in Sunday and Sunday out the gospel, the cross, you know what Jesus Christ has done for us. But you know that's why I love what I love about this series is you know we we are stuck in six weeks just recognizing and understanding the work of the Holy Spirit because we are a spirit empowered ministry. Uh, we're a spirit empowered ministry, and so that's why we have the we, we put value in understanding who the Holy Spirit is and how He works in our lives. Okay, now uh, you know all of us here we, we have a, a, a smartphone, right? We all have a smartphone, and in our smartphone, we have apps, no? And app to do many different things, whether it's music, games. Uh, I don't like to play games because the games that I like. Mahal, no? Uh, you have to pay a lot. Uh, and so, uh, but there are many different apps that, yung iba, may mga trial version. Have you ever, if you've ever downloaded a trial version, there's a limited time that you can use it. There are limited features of the app that you can use. Uh, I downloaded this app uh, on my computer uh, to edit mga videos. Okay, kasi may ligaw mag-edit ng mga videos. When I travel with my family, I, I, yun yung parang ano eh, yung pang mem- to, to capture the memory. Okay? Uh, diba dati kasi nung panahon ko, nung bata pa ako, it was photo albums. Ngayon, uh, I try to capture that video so that my kids, when they're older, they can look back. Oh, anak, nag-Hong Kong na tayo. Ha? We'll not go there anymore. Gastos kasi, ha? Okay, so we'll not go there anymore. I recorded it. Okay, but... Going back to the apps, but there are apps that are very limited. That we we it, it gets frustrating, okay? uh, and, and and I don't. I hope personally, I don't like paying for apps, right? but I don't like paying for something that I can find, you know, another alternative, another app I can use for whatever I want to do, right? And and you know, thinking about this, sometimes we we have this kind of thinking, right? where we are very limited in how we see the Holy Spirit. Or, or, or how we understand the moving of the Holy Spirit. Parang ano lang tayo, we are only in the trial version of the Holy Spirit. Yun yung alam natin eh. Diba? If you've gone through Victory Weekend, parang hanggang doon lang, we understand, ah, okay, the Holy Spirit is the thir- part of the Trinity, the third uh, a part of the Godhead. Okay, the Holy Spirit is, uh, hanggang doon lang, baka nga eh. Diba? That, that, maybe they are, that's as far as we go in terms of our understanding of the Holy Spirit. But here's the thing. God doesn't want us just to have a trial version of the Holy Spirit. He wants us to have the full version. Paid in full nga eh. Okay? A paid in full version of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in John 16 that, that Jesus himself said, it's, it's good for you that I go. You know, the disciples were saying, Lord, after he died, rose again, he appeared to the disciples. The disciples were saying, Jesus, stay here. You're alive again. Please, you know, you're, you're here with us. Stay with us. Eat with us. They would teach us. But Jesus said, it's actually for your own good that I leave you. Because when I leave you, I will send the Helper, the Holy Spirit. It's actually for our own good. 
It's actually for our own good that we have the full version of the app, of the Spirit of God. But how many of us are actually accessing that full version? Diba? Yung iba sa atin, hanggang limited version lang. And what's interesting is when the disciples are with Jesus, diba? imagine this, for three years when Jesus was here on earth, His ministry uh, he, he conducted his ministry for about three years. Kasama niya yung mga disciples, sabi niya, sabi niya sa kanila, come follow me and I make you fishers of men. So imagine that they left everything, they heard about Jesus, they followed Jesus, they gave their lives into the cause and calling of what Jesus has for them. And for three years, they were equipped, they were trained, they were mentored, they ate with Jesus, they cried with Jesus, they, 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 they were sent by Jesus, two by two, the Bible says, to go and cast out demons. You know, Jesus equipped them and trained them. I mean, many times I, 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 when I read my Bible and I read the gospel, I say, wow, Lord, grabe yung mga sila Peter, no? Man, I wish I was in that time just to experience and be face-to-face with Jesus. Imagine, they had to face-to-face with Jesus. And one of the last commands Jesus gave them was to go out into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And they could have done that. Because they've, they've been with Jesus. They know how He works. He's their master. He's their teacher. He taught them, this is how you do it. This is how you speak. They, he, Jesus corrected them when He did something wrong. They were taught. And they could have gone out and done that. But what did Jesus do? In Acts 1 verse 4, Jesus said to them, Wait. Wait for the Holy Spirit. Eh, I don't know about you, but huh? what, am I, what am I waiting for? I will preach your gospel. I will tell people that you are alive, that you died and you rose again. That's what I will proclaim. But Jesus says, no, 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 no. Relax lang, relax lang. Chill ka muna. Wait for the Holy Spirit. You know, I, I, I found this uh, on, on Google. I Google ko Acts 1.4. It's worth the wait. Although, if you look up, think about it, parang medyo out of context. Di ko lang kung yung babae na to, nakita niyo, uh, wait for, sabi ni Jesus, wait. So sabi ni Jesus sa kanya, wait for the one. Okay, wait for the guy who will propose to you. Wait for the right, Mr. Right. Okay? Now, that's not what the Bible teaches us in, if you look at this verse. That's why it's important for us that we read our Bibles. Okay? Kasi nung sinabi ni Jesus, wait, it's not for the one, okay? but it's for the Holy Spirit, the helper, the promised one. Okay? And we need to understand why did Jesus say it? Why did Jesus tell them to wait? There must be some value and importance uh, in doing that. Okay? Now let me jump into our passage for this evening in Acts 2. Okay, and uh, you know what's interesting if you look, read through the book of Acts, you know, as we go through this six week series, it would be good for us to read the book of Acts. Five accounts of in, in the book of Acts, there's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Okay, there's, there's an infilling of the Holy Spirit, and it's good to see what happens next. Okay, I mag spoil for the other Sundays, no, but it, it'll be good as we go through the series that we read the book of Acts. Okay, now what happened here? It says here in Acts 2. When the uh, verse one, when the whole, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. Sino ba si day? Okay, it was the disciples. Okay, hindi lang yung mga twelve, although wala na si Judas, no, eleven na lang. Okay, it wasn't just the uh, the remaining disciples, but there was also the other people who followed you, about hundred twenty of them. Okay, hindi naman sila kasha dun sa upper room. Okay, so uh, the rest of them were outside, just waiting, just uh, uh, being obedient to kung ni Jesus. Wait for the Helper. Wait for the promised one. 
And so, it says here, the day of Pentecost came. Now, what's pretty interesting, two, two things about the day of Pentecost. Now, the day of Pentecost, it's, it's 50 days after the Passover feast. Now, two important holidays for the Jewish culture is the Passover. Kung naalala nyo sila Moses, diba? When the Spirit of God passed over their houses, their doors, diba? Kaya the Passover. And uh, the, the Pentecost. If you look in Exodus 23, uh, there was a, it, they, they also called it the Feast of Harvest. Diba? It's a time when they were, they, they, they you know, there, there was, uh, they, they reaped a great harvest uh, in the land. And so, uh, Jesus, when he told the disciples to wait, what's interesting is that the actual day, uh, I will read on when the Spirit came upon them, but the day when the Spirit of God fell upon the disciples was the day of Pentecost. There must be some reason for this. You see, because it was a holiday, you mga uh, Jews nasa ibang bansa, they came back. Kasi nga holiday, oh, you know, we can, there's no work, we can go back home, we can celebrate with our friends, our relatives, what our ancestors used to do. Okay, so bumalik sila. It's a holiday. And again, it's also called the Feast of Harvest. And what's interesting, that it's, the Pentecost is a Feast of Harvest. And later on, we'll find out in the end of Acts 2 that there was a great harvest that took place. The Bible says there were 3,000 people who were added into the kingdom of God. Wow, that is a great harvest. So uh, we'll find out later what, exactly what happened. But here, as we go on in verse 2, what happens, what we see here, suddenly it says, there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. Like, shh. Oh, that doesn't sound so mighty. So good. I don't know. It's a mighty rushing wind. Okay? And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Okay? So you can just imagine, wala naman silang aircon, wala silang electric fan. There was just this gush of wind that's, you know, I don't know, they were talking, and all of a sudden, whoa! Whoa! Okay? And in verse 3, it says, And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. Okay, now, what I want to highlight here is the word in verse 2, suddenly. Everyone say, suddenly. Suddenly. You, you know, when we say suddenly, okay, it's interesting that the Spirit of God suddenly came. Okay? The Bible just said, Jesus said to them, just wait. So, I'm sure they, what are we waiting for? Okay, so, they didn't really know what to expect, but suddenly the Spirit of God came. You know, suddenly, you know, I have two kids, and when they're running around, especially in the mall, I'm holding their hand, suddenly, wala na sila. Suddenly, he fell. Okay? Or, or, or suddenly, you're out, you're walking in the sun, it's summer, it's so it's so, ang init, no? It's so hot in the day, diba? Naka-shorts ka, naka-chinelas lang, and you're out walking in the day, it's a good day, the sun is out, there's not a single cloud in the sky, and as you're walking out, okay? not lighting, rain comes. Okay, there's just a pouring of the rain. You become drenched. Diba? Suddenly, the rain came. Or, you know, you're after work, your, your wife told you, Honey, pabili naman ano sa grocery. So you go to the grocery and she's calling you, Honey, kailangan ko ng ganito, 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 ganito. Oh, and by the way, honey, I'm pregnant. Yun yung suddenly. Diba? Okay. Suddenly. Okay, when... Uh, when the suddenly of the Holy Spirit comes, our knowledge of God's power and presence transforms into the experience of God's power and presence. This is what suddenlies do, does in our lives. 
we can have an understanding of the Holy Spirit. Okay, ito yung sa Acts, yung Holy Spirit. Okay, He's the helper, He's the advocate, He's the counselor, He's the teacher, He's the spirit of truth. Okay, alam ko yan. Sige. But when the Spirit of God come, actually comes upon you, hindi lang siya head knowledge. It becomes an experience of God's power, an experience of God's presence. Those are two very different things. Okay? Because we can explain, we can describe, we can, we can talk about the Holy Spirit, but it's different when you actually experience it. And my prayer is that we would, as we go through this series, we would begin to experience in greater power the, 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 who the Holy Spirit is and how He works in and through our lives. Now, maybe for some of us here, di ba, parang inisip natin, para saan ba yung Holy Spirit? Eh, faithful na naman ako. I, I go to church regularly. Nagdi-disciple ako, nagwa-one-to-one ako. Pero ne- never naman ako na-baptize na- sa Holy Spirit. Never naman ako na-receive yung Holy Spirit. Hindi naman ako nagka-tongues. So, what's the difference? You make disciples, I make disciples, you have the Spirit, I don't have the Spirit, we're doing the same thing. Okay? And, uh, and, 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 it's, it's sometimes it's hard for us to, uh, to, to accept or receive what the Holy Spirit can do in our lives. Okay? Now, if we haven't yet received the Holy Spirit, okay, here's what we can do. Okay? We can begin to ask of the Holy Spirit. We can, be, we can begin to read our Bibles. We can begin to see that, hey, this is not something that a pastor is saying, but this is what God is, is saying in His very Word. Okay, that He wants to give us His power. He wants to give us His Holy Spirit. Okay? So if we haven't received the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, let's continue to seek Him. Let's continue to ask of His presence and power. Okay? In verse 4 of Acts 2, it says, They were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So the Spirit of God came. Diba? Suddenly, dumating yung Holy Spirit. There was a, a wind that filled the room. And the Bible says they were filled with the Holy Spirit. There was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Okay? And again, we go back to the question, why do I need the Holy Spirit? Okay, what's the difference? This is the Aswan High Dam in Egypt, okay, along the Nile River. Alam natin yung Nile River. The Nile River is actually a very uh, important resource to the people of Egypt. I mean, nung panahon nila Moses, di ba? The Nile River existed, and it was a, a very important uh, 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 resource for the people, di ba? And so, uh, in 1970, they constructed this uh, water dam, Okay, to be able to produce electricity for the city. And this dam okay, was going to produce about uh, 12 billion, uh, uh, sorry, 10 billion kilowatts per hour, which wasn't just for example, kung Cairo man yun, but it's actually to, to power all the different cities across Egypt. That's how powerful this dam would be. Okay? And so, before this was uh, no, put up, no, nung, nung construction time, Shempre, the river of the, the, the Nile River was still flowing, and they allowed, as they were building, they allowed a, a portion of the river to still flow. Because it's very vital for the people who were at the end of the river, at Sababanang Dam, no? And that, you know, they needed it for their food, they, they, they drank the water from there. It was a resource for drinking, for washing, for, you know, for yung mga leisure activities na sailing across the Nile River, making songs about it, and poems about it. Okay? And, and it was their life. Basically, the Nile River, it was their life. That's why they allowed that trickling, that, 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 that portion of the river just to flow. And 
prior to the day of Pentecost, again, Acts 2, it's the day of Pentecost when the Spirit of God came upon the disciples. And prior to this, many people in the Bible were actually moving in signs and wonders and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's take Elijah for example. Elijah was a mighty prophet, although he had his problems, but he was a mighty prophet of God. The Bible says he even called forth uh, uh, rain, he called forth fire from heaven. Okay? And if, if these people who did not have an outpouring of the Holy Spirit were able to perform fire and water, we, uh, you know, there are all of these different miracles, how much more for you and I who are now living in the era of the outpouring of the Spirit of God? Okay? We are part of this time in Acts 2. We are part of the, new, the, the, the church okay, in Acts where the Spirit of God is alive. The Spirit of God is available to us. You see, God has given us His Spirit, a 10 billion kilowatt power of the Holy Spirit to be a light to a dying world out there. The power is made available to you and I. Pero yung iba sa atin, parang, masaya naman ako dito sa trickle of water. I'm, I'm doing what God has called me to do. Yes, you can still do what God has called you to do, but wouldn't you rather experience this power that is made available to us? Okay? You know, I, I don't have any power, to, uh, power tools, but would you rather have a, nail, uh, a hammer just to pound on a nail or would you have a power tool yung tapos na? It gets the job done, but there is so much power in what is available to us. All right, to be a salt and light to the people out there. Today, many Christians are unaware of the power of the Holy Spirit or they fail to appropriate what the Holy Spirit gives us. Yung unaware, yung parang, you know, they, they, they're, maybe they're unaware because they weren't taught or they, you know, nobody showed them what, what the Holy Spirit or taught them what the Holy Spirit does. Pero yung iba sa atin, alam naman natin yung Holy Spirit. Di ba sa one-to-one, meron tayong yung Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Diba? And many times, it's a failure, I believe, to appropriate the power of the Spirit of God. Many of us, we think, okay, Holy Spirit, make room, let's, uh, sounds good, feels good, diba? but what does that look like for me? What does that look like for me? And you know what? The power of the Spirit of God, hindi siya pang Sunday lang. Oh, Sunday ngayon, kailangan ko yung Holy Spirit para I can lift up my hands in worship. But I can feel the goosebumps when I'm singing, you know, the songs. No, that's not what the purpose of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is for. It's actually for our daily lives. It's for us to be a salt and light. It's for us to be witnesses. It's for us to be, as Galatians 5 teaches us, where there is a struggling battle in our hearts to give in to our sinful nature. Even though you are now in Christ, you are a new creation, there is still a battle, do you believe? You, I mean, even up to now, I still experience that. Will we give in to the sinful nature? Or will we give in to the leading of the Holy Spirit? Now, for us to constantly and continually give in to the leading of the Holy Spirit, kailangan natin yung baptism of the Holy Spirit. Kailangan natin yung infilling of the Holy Spirit. Kasi kung wala, edi, balik ako sa sinful nature ko. I'll just go back to this. You see, give you a practical example. You know, uh, I've been married this coming July for about Hello, hello. Seven years. <laughs> Seven years. Don't tell my wife. Okay, I forgot. Uh, and how many? Sino dito may asawa? Husband, wife. One husband, one wife. Okay. 
Just checking, all right? Now, honestly, it's hard. It's hard to love your husband at times. It's hard to love your wife at times. Wag mo sabihin sa akin, hanggang ngayon, wedding bliss pa kayo. Alright? Or you're still in the honeymoon stage after 20 years. Now, that is possible if you're dependent on the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, you know, for me, the Holy Spirit will always tell me, Bojo, yung ginagawa mo, ano ba sabi sa Bible, pastor ka pa. Love your wife as Christ loved the church. Yan na naman ni. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He helps us. He reminds us who we are. He convicts us. He does not condemn us. He convicts us if we're doing something wrong. He reminds us and says, hey, that's, that hurts the Lord. Return away from that and return to Him. Ganun yung Holy Spirit. Pero kung tayo, we are unaware, if we don't know how to appropriate the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, then, baliwala. We're just going to give in to our sinful nature. Ito yung gusto ko eh. Not knowing that this is what the Spirit of God is asking of us. Many times I believe that the Spirit of God is actually speaking to us. But we don't know it. That God Himself is speaking to us through His Spirit. You know the Spirit of God actually dwells in you and I? When, we, when you have surrendered your life to Christ and put your faith in what He has done for us on the cross, the Spirit of God now dwells in us. And many times the Spirit of God would speak to us Bojo, yung, yung sinasabi mo. Sa traffic ka, di ba? May nag-cut sa'yo. When you move in anger, don't you know you've already committed murder? Bible, Bible pa kasi. You see, as you read the Word of God, the more the Word of God is deposited in your heart. When the Word of God is deposited in your heart, the Spirit of God can remind you. Can remind you of what of, of how to live your life that's pleasing before the Lord. Okay. Imagine what will happen. Imagine if all of us in this room begins to move in not just an understanding, but moves in an experience of the power of the Holy Spirit. We understand what it means to love our enemies, to love our brothers, love our sisters. We know what it means to be a salt and light. We understand and we move and in faith. We step out of the boat. And we, when, when somebody's sick, we say we lay hands on them. We don't call the pastor. We, we say, come on, let's go, let's pray. We pray for healing. We move in faith because of the Holy Spirit. Imagine if all of us does that. What would our homes look like? What would our campuses look like? What would our offices, our businesses look like? When every one of us here begins to move in the power of the Holy Spirit, when we are led by this, when we give in to the leading of the Holy Spirit, because we are so sensitive to what He is asking of us and what He's telling us, that God is honored, that God is pleased, people begin to see that we are a light, that we are the salt and light of Jesus Christ. Wow! That's how we will begin to change the people, our communities, our cities, the world around us. Going back to Acts 2. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. And it says there, Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, okay, the sound when the Holy Spirit came, the, 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 the rushing wind, at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered. And so they came, they gathered to where the sound was. And they were bewildered. They were wondering, is, is, 
may, may fireworks ba dyan? Ano ba meron? Diba? May, may birthday ba? You know, they were trying to find out what was going on. Okay? And they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. What was happening? These disciples, and yung mga kasama nila, again, diba, hindi sila kasi dun sa upper room, so there's about a hundred plus people who were speaking in tongues, who were speaking in different languages. Okay? And they were wondering, Teka lang, aren't, aren't these people Galileans? Hindi naman sila educated. How come they can speak my language? Hindi naman sila galing sa, sa hometown ko. Ah. How come they're speaking this language? Okay? And it says in verse 7, they were amazed and astonished, saying, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that we hear each of us uh, in his own native language? Yung, they were hearing them speak, uh, and they could understand what they were saying. What were they saying in their own native language? Uh, jumping to verse 11, okay? in their own tongues, they began to declare the mighty works of God. Again, so itong mga tao, they came from all over the land, all over the different nations, from nearby nations. They came here to Jerusalem kasi nga, Pentecost, it's a holiday. All right? And so, they were bewildered. They heard the sound. They went to where the sound was. Nakita nila yung mga disciples, these Galileans, these uneducated men, speaking in their own language. And when they heard them speak in their own language, what were they doing? They weren't just speaking gibberish. What's going on? No, they were proclaiming the works of God. They were declaring God is good, Christ is risen. They were declaring the mighty works of God to these people. So you can just, you can just imagine, Whoa, what's going on? All right? To give you a better idea where these people came from, they came from all over. All right? And here's... You know, I, I'm major spoiler alert, no? But these people, when they began to hear uh, the disciples and Peter began to preach the gospel, again, di ba kanina sinabi ko, 3,000 were added to the church. These people who came from all over went back into their hometowns and they began to preach and speak about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Wow! What a strategy. Again, let me go back. Jesus said, wait, wait. Day of Pentecost came, all these people from all over came to Jerusalem. Spirit of God fell. Peter proclaimed the gospel of Jesus Christ. They heard it. They were repented, baptized. They were added to the church. They returned home. And all these different nations were touched with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Wow. Who can comprehend the mind of Christ? That when the Spirit of God came, wow, what a, what a miracle happened. What a harvest I believe it wasn't just limited to 3,000, but I believe more people were added to the church when they returned home to the different uh, 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 countries. Okay? And here's the thing. These weren't just ordinary people. These, again, these were devout religious people. So, dumating sila dito sa Pentecost. But imagine, that these were the same people 50 days earlier when Jesus was being crucified. Sila yung sinasabi na, Crucify Him! He's a he, he, he's saying he's a king of kings. He's lying. He's blaspheming. Crucify him. Kill him. Get rid of him. Grave. These are the same people who said crucify Jesus. Another hearing that he died, he rose again, and their hearts are turning to Christ. You know, they repent. They're baptized in the Holy Spirit. They were amazed. They were perplexed. They were saying, "What does this mean?" Anato. This is my first time to see anything like this. Ano ba to? They were wondering. They were amazed. They were perplexed. They, I, I don't know. They, they couldn't... You know, these, now, these were devout religious people. They were probably smart, educated. And yet their minds could not process what was happening. 
Okay? And to give us an example, you know, as a, as a kid's pastor, uh, we equip and train the next generation to honor God and make disciples. And part of doing that is equipping them uh, in spirit-empowered ministry. And, we have, and I've been, I've been, we've been training kids to move in prophecy, in healing, to understand the gifts of the Holy Spirit, to live a lifestyle that is being led by the Spirit of God. And meron ako mga young kids who are moving the prophetic. This was a, done a couple of weeks ago. We had a prophetic presbytery. Okay, yung prophetic basically is hearing from God for other people to speak words of encouragement, strengthening, and comforting. And so these young kids, okay, yung sa taas, si Gabby is 9 years old. Tashi, 9 years old. Sa baba, si Steph, 11 years old. Each one of them below 12 years old. Moving in confidence and trusting in the Holy Spirit that as they prophesy, these people receive words of encouragement. Okay? It's not them, it's the Spirit of God. They've been trained, they've been equipped, they're going out, moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I, I took a video of Tashi. Now, Tashi is a very eloquent boy. Nine years old lang siya, magdaten lang this coming July. Pero grabe ang talino niya. As in, he can, exp- he can explain the Bible better than some... There's a better than some people. He's a smart boy. I remember we had our uh, Victory Weekend for Kids. There was going to be a water baptism. Okay? And for, for the preteens, for kids, we have an interview because we want them to understand. We don't want them just to go to the process. Uy, 10 years old, can I Victory Weekend? Tena? No, we want them to understand the gospel. And so, si Tashi, alam ko, he understands it. So, I, was in a, I, I interviewed him in our office and I was telling him, Tashi, can you explain to the people here in the office what's the gospel? And he would explain. Well, what's the purpose of water baptism? And he would explain. As I didn't have to ask him any questions. I knew he knew the answer. That's how smart he is. Okay? And as we were going through this training in the prophetic, okay, he begins to explain what he went through, what he learned. And so I made this video just to, uh, for him to share his learnings from the prophetic ministry.
Now, again, Tashi, nine years old, smart young boy. Pero kahit yun, kahit he went through the training, hindi niya ma-explain eh. He, he was perplexed. He was amazed. He was lost for words. Uh, it's of, I feel, I feel better. Ganun lang eh. He couldn't explain it. And, and, and I believe that's how the, the, the people from all over, when they saw the disciples speaking in tongues, speaking in their own native language, they were like, uh, what's happening? Uh, what, what, what does this mean? Uh-huh. They were wondering what was going on. And there were another group of people naman. Uh-huh. You know what? Believe or It's a matter of fact. There will always be people who will lift you up, and there will always be people who put you down. But the question is, who are we going to listen to? Yes, we can listen to people who will lift you up, but rather than listen to them and ignore the people who put you down, let's listen to the Word of God. Let's listen to what God has to say. In Acts 2.13, again, there are people who, oh, what does this mean? But there are other people who are mocking them. What's going on? You know, they just had too much to drink, or you know, there was a big party. That was the, the blowing of the cake. Last. You know, they were one, they were just mocking them. And maybe for some of us, we are encouraged, we get an infilling of the Holy Spirit. We are empowered to go and we're excited. But when people begin to mock us, when people begin to put us down, what happens? We shrug, we, we, we hide away, we, 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 we close ourselves off. Alright? Example, what if, you know, for the longest time you've been praying for provision? Let's say you're praying for a new car. And you put it down as your faith goal. You prayer, fasting for that new car. And you know, you have this rich Ninong who says, Uy, meron extra na koche. You know, why don't we, you know, if you're, I, I heard you're, you're, uh, you're believing for one. Here, why don't you have it? Uy, grabe, answered prayer. Tapos kwento mo sa mga kaibigan mo, Uy, alam mo ba, God answered my prayer. He blessed me with a new car. Anong blessing? Anong blessing ni God? Eh, binigay lang ng ninong mo eh. Ang yaman-yaman ng ninong mo eh. Hindi naman si God yun eh. And so you begin to think, oh, oh nga no, hindi naman si God. Okay, ninong ko yun eh. And you begin to doubt yourself. Because these people are mocking, these people are putting you down. Again, who do we listen to? Do we listen to these voices, these mocking voices, or do we listen to the voice of God? Verse 14, 15, Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. Listen to me, sabi niya. For those people who are, are not drunk, okay, hindi ko lang kung defensive si Peter kasi kasama siya dun eh. We're not drunk. Okay, we're not drunk. Okay. But as you suppose, since it is only the third hour, it's only 9 a.m. in the morning. Okay, relax lang. Okay. okay and begins to explain, this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And he makes reference to the, in the Old Testament about the prophet Joel saying, And in the last days it shall be, God declares that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Peter's explaining, Teka lang, teka lang. Nobody's drunk. We're not lasing. Okay, relax lang. He goes on to explain, This is actually a prophetic word that has been fulfilled today that the outpouring of the Spirit of God will come and young men will dream dreams. Or young men will, will prophesy, old men will dream dreams, diba? And 
what's interesting, you know, he, again, he goes on to uh, explain the gospel. He, he cites David and, and some of the prophetic words David says about the, the crucifixion of Christ and all of those things. And we don't have time to go into that. But uh, again, when, 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 when Peter cites the Old Testament, he acknowledges the prophet Joel. And when, jo- when, when Joel prophesied this, the fulfillment of this prophecy is Acts 2. Okay, stay with me for a second. Alright? So Acts 2 is a fulfillment of that prophecy. But here's the thing. It's not only this verse in the Old Testament that is a fulfillment that has been fulfilled in Acts 2. If you look in Isaiah 44, For I will pour out water and quench your thirst and to irrigate your parched fields, and I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my, ble- uh, my blessing on your children. Not that. Uh, it doesn't end there. In Ezekiel 39. I will not hide my face anymore from there when I pour out my spirit upon the house of Israel, declares the Lord. What does this tell us? These are just some examples in the Old Testament prior to Acts 2 where God is saying, I will pour out my spirit. What does that tell us? It tells us that even before Christ came here on earth, even before Christ told the disciples in Acts 1, wait for the Holy Spirit. That's not, that wasn't the first time. God said in the, in the Old Testament, you will receive a pouring of my Spirit, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which tells us that it was God's intention to give us His power. It was God's intention to give us His Holy Spirit from the very beginning. Even before Jesus came, Jesus just showed us, or Jesus even just declared that the disciples wait for the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God came, and it was an intention of God for each and every one. I truly believe, I truly believe that we can do nothing of eternal value apart from the Spirit of God. We need the Spirit of God. If we want to go and make a difference in the world out there, if we want to be a witness if we want to be an example of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ, if we want to move in His power, if we want to move in signs and wonders, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need Him. We can't do this Christian walk apart from the Spirit of God. Kasi kung wala yung Spirit of God, we'll always give in to our sinful nature. Dito lang tayo eh. We always need an infilling, and asking of the Holy Spirit. But here's the thing, don't take my word for it. The Word of God, ever since Old Testament, New Testament, it's telling us God wants you. He wants us to have His Holy Spirit. He wants us to move in His power. Hello. A power not for ourselves. A power not to make ourselves known, not to make this church known, but a power to make Christ known. That's what Peter did. He went up there and he said, Hey, This is because of Christ and what He has done for us on the cross. He pointed them back to Christ because it's all about Him. Jumping to the end of Acts 2. Again, Peter preached the gospel and it says here, when they heard this, after hearing the preaching of Peter, they were cut to the heart. Were we the ones who yelled crucified Him? Kami ata yun eh. They were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Okay. You know, they, they didn't want it to end there. Parang they were already excited. Grabe yung preaching na to. What? What's next? What's next? What shall we do? 
Okay? I believe the Spirit of God was already stirring up in their hearts. And Peter comes and says, uh, uh, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So they, so they repented. They were baptized. They received the gift of the Holy Spirit. And what did it say in verse 41? Those who received the, His word were baptized. They were added. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to the kingdom of God. The feast of harvest was fulfilled. You see, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is not, isn't about an experience, but it's about hearts turning to Christ. It doesn't end in just an experience. Well, grab it by the Spirit of God. I'm dancing. I'm... That's, that's nothing. I can do that in the bathroom where nobody can see me dancing. But when the Spirit of God comes upon you, it's not about a feeling. You know, there are many people who jump from conference to conference looking, looking for the Holy Spirit. Hey, why, are you, why are you looking for the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is in you. Why do you have to go to a conference to feel Him? All you have to do is ask for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Passionate lang. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit isn't about an experience, but about hearts turning to Christ. Let me end with this story. I've been in the ministry for over 10 years. Half of that is spent in the campus as a campus missionary. And uh, now I'm a kid's pastor, and really my heart is for the next generation. And... Uh, Siyempre, kung summer, no, kailangan may youth camp. Kasi kung wala, magagalit yung mga bata. Okay? So, siyempre, meron kaming youth camp. And we had our youth camp in Caliraya. Now, let me just say something about Caliraya. Okay? Kasi nung youth pa ako, uh, we would have our youth camps there. And there's something about that place. Talagang there's the Spirit of God rests upon there. Not because it was founded by a Christian. Okay? But there's something there talaga. Eh. And so, anyway, we... Or, or one of our sessions, our evening sessions, see, Pastor Dennis was uh, preaching about the Holy Spirit. Okay? And so, siyempre, uh, after preaching about the Holy Spirit, there's an activation, there's a, an, an, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And kami lang nila Ethel, Joe, Ashata, I think during that time, who were the full-time campus missionaries. Sila Dave, sila Chell, sila Kat, ano pa, they were our, our student leaders, youth leaders. And uh, that time, after Pastor Dennis preached, uh, we gathered there in front, and you know, we were about siguro, mga 60, 70 uh, youth. And one by one, you know, they would approach us, we would lay our hands on them, we would pray for them, we would prophesy over them. People who have never prophesied in their lives began to prophesy. And you can see one after another, they started crying and crying and crying. As in, parang, you know, the, the worship team, napagod sila eh. they were just playing for siguro, almost two hours, I kid you not. Uh, you know, <laughs> and I feel for Tim. He's been playing since kanina ba? Okay. All right. And and you know they were just playing, just prolonging the keyboard. I think it was Jeremy that time, just playing the keyboard. And these students, these young men and women, were just crying. You know, they were crying here when they laid their hands. You know, they they they, they didn't stop crying. They went to the corner and cried some more. Okay. And wow, it was a powerful experience. Just an encounter with the Spirit of God. And as I look back at that time, parang I would see some of the pictures and I would say, man, grabe, powerful. Pero, and as I look at some of the pictures, man, saan, saan pala si ano? Hindi ko nakita sa church eh. Saan si ano? And many of these young people are not even in church anymore. They don't go to church anymore. And 
It's sad, okay? But here's the thing, because it's not about an experience. I believe during that time, yes, the Spirit of God fell, but for many, it just ended up being an experience. You see, it's more than just feeling the goosebumps, it's more than just crying those buckets of tears. Hearts need to be turned to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's why Peter preached, repent, be baptized, and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We need to turn from ourselves, our selfishness, and turn to Christ. Again, it's not about the feelings. It's about our hearts being turned to Christ. Let me just end with this illustration. Again, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. I hope we don't leave this room without an infilling of the Spirit of God. Yes, you can go about doing your daily activities, but you know what? That's just going to be a trickle. A trickling of the Spirit of God. Why settle for a trickling when you can receive the 10 billion kilowatt power of the Spirit of God? You know, again, like I said earlier, the Spirit of God actually dwells in us. The Spirit of God dwells in us. But here's the thing. You know, uh, personally, I don't drink coffee. And so some of you might be wondering, wow, how did you survive today? You've been here since 9 a.m. Yes, I don't drink coffee. It's the Spirit of God. <laughs> Amen. I am uh, living on the Spirit of God. <laughs> it's the Spirit of God. And, and I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. Oh, I, I'm poised like that. Okay. I drink tea. But here's the thing. I don't like my tea. Yung, yung talagang bitter. You know, I, I put a lot of sugar. Kamili ko sa milk tea. So I put sugar on my tea. Okay. And I can put 10, 15, 20 sachets of sugar. And if I drink it, it will still taste bitter. Why? Because what I need to do is to stir it up. To stir the tea. So that it can become sweet. And I can enjoy my tea. Okay? And many for, maybe for some of us here today, what we need to do is to stir up the Spirit of God in our hearts. To stir up the Spirit of God that dwells in us. Because we come to church, we hear about the preaching. It's just like you're putting more sugar, more sugar, more sugar. But if you don't stir it up, if you don't fill yourself up, if you don't ask for an infilling, Lord, fill me up, stir up the Spirit in me, stir up the gifts of the Holy Spirit in me, nothing is going to happen. It's still going to taste the same way, bitter. But if you want to enjoy the life that God has for us, life to the full, a life of power, being led by the Spirit of God, if you want to enjoy that, We need to begin to stir up and ask of the Spirit of God in our lives. Amen. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash victoryph.